Thank you for tuning in to Z Code Sports Betting Podcast. Let the show begin. Hi guys, John here. You know, September's always the best time of the year for sports investors when the biggest American sport NFL's about to start. It's the time to make the most money out of NFL because the public will be loading heavy on the wrong teams instead of using the up-to-date trends and data like professional sports investors do. And today, to celebrate the start of NFL, we have Mark, one of our most experienced and accurate football experts, who's going to share his very extensive team-by-team analysis analysis, predictions, and highlights, all combined with his well-known sense of humor. Now, as well as analyzing each division, Mark will give us his opinion on the best quarterbacks and his Super Bowl 50 candidates. And uh, so let's uh, see if he's there. Hello, Mark. Uh, Welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Really excited for the NFL season to start. You know, this is the best time of the year with playoff baseball around the corner, hockey about to start up, and basketball on the horizon. So, I'm really looking forward to this week. Great. Okay, Mark, look, could you share with us all of your very accurate predictions for each division? Maybe um, maybe could the last eight division champions actually repeat? Well, first of all, I don't think they're all going to repeat. You never see them all repeat. You get such high turnover because of the parity in football, and I think that's what makes it great and so unpredictable and so exciting. Um, personally, I've got six of them repeating, and I think that's because the divisions are kind of top-heavy. I don't really see anyone taking down the Packers or the Seahawks or even the Patriots now that Tom Brady's uh, no longer suspended. Um, There are some toss-up divisions, though, for sure, that I think you'll see some changes in. And I really think that when when you lay it out, there's so many things that can go wrong. There are injuries. There are just teams not clicking. There are new coaches that have success you didn't expect to have. You have new rookies that are coming in that I think will have a big impact. I think you're going to see a lot of turnover, but you're also going to see those same premier teams, if they stay healthy, uh, continue to dominate their divisions. So, no, I don't think everyone can repeat, but uh, I do think that we're going to have some of the same faces every year. So, going through the divisions, um, I think the Patriots will take it all, even though the Bills are better in the East and the AFC. Um, I just don't think that anyone has the consistency that New England has, even though they don't really have a star running back or any real big faces besides Brady and Belichick. Um, I think they take it. I like the Indianapolis Colts to really run away with that division. You know, the Texans might sneak into a wild card, but I, I don't think they can compete mm-hmm. with Indianapolis. Um, there's a lot of. I, I think the Denver Broncos are going to take the West pretty easily, unless you believe all the Peyton Manning regression stories. And then there's a lot of teams that will be competing in a mediocre north. I think uh, the Bengals, the Ravens, and the Steelers all have a shot. But for me, the most complete team there is the Bengals. Um, Head to the NFC. I think the NFC East is a total toss-up. I'll go with the Cowboys just because of that offensive line. But really, without a running game, um, well, without a running back, they may still have a great running game because of that offensive line. But... Uh, without a star running back, I think you'll see them regress a little bit, and the Eagles might give them a shot, and the Giants might give them a shot, but I'm on the Cowboys there. Um, again, I think the Packers are going to run away with the North. The Bears won't be as bad as people say. The Lions should be okay, but they got worse on defense. I think you'll see the Packers run away with it. Out West, I think the Seahawks are the best team in football, so I'd be surprised if anyone ran them down, but Cardinals gave them a run for their money last year, and they're healthy again, so you, you never really know. And uh, I think in the South there, you have a lot of bad teams again. Um, I think the Panthers are in trouble with those injuries. I think the Saints got a lot worse losing Jimmy Graham and just making a lot of unpredictable moves that I don't think made them better. 
So I'm actually taking the Falcons there, but uh, that's a low confidence prediction for me. All right. Now, from your point of view, Mark, uh, which teams have particular hard schedules? And I'll, uh, I'll make this short and sweet. When you have the Seattle Seahawks, the Arizona Cardinals, an improved Rams team, uh, you know, all fighting for, you know, maybe one plus a wild card, you're going to have a really, really difficult schedule. So I think that the entire West, because not only do they have to travel and go all the way back and forth for half their games, uh-huh. um, they also have to beat up on each other, you know, six times a year. So I think uh, those teams are going to have a really grinding schedule, but I also think they're the best teams in the NFC. So you'll see uh, a really exciting, close uh, battle out there, but I do think the Seahawks run away with it. So I think anyone who's in that division that is not the Seahawks is going to have the hardest schedule in the NFL this year. Right. Okay, let me ask you something else. Will uh, will a new extra point rule actually change the game? Will it? Uh, What are your predictions regarding the two points attempts rate? And how much will these increase, do you think? I don't think you'll see much of a change with a new rule. I mean, I don't think it makes it any more exciting. I don't think changing it from a 99% hit rate to a 95% hit rate is going to really affect the way people go after the extra point. Okay. I don't Mm -hmm. really understand the new rule. I didn't think there was anything wrong with the old rule, but uh, whatever we could do to make football more accessible to the common man, I guess, is the idea behind this. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think it'll make it all that more exciting. It might just screw up the spreads a little bit because now one in every 20 will miss an extra point. So uh, I'm not too excited about the new rule. I don't think you'll see a lot of two-point attempts. Those are 50-50 shots still, so it doesn't make any sense to go after them. And uh, I, I just, I don't really like the rule change. I'm averse to change, though. That's just me. Now, Los Angeles is the second largest media market and hasn't had a team in 20 years. Is that right? In 20 years, NFL definitely wants to go back to L.A. So who will move? Rams, Chargers or Raiders? You know, the thing about the NFL is that all these teams sell out every game and that's how they keep their broadcast uh, on, on national television. So I... Um, I don't really think there's a need to move to L.A., especially because over time they've shown such uh, instability with football teams. They had the Rams already. I don't think there's really a need to kick anybody back out over there. And I like the current layout of the division. So, yeah, it would be nice to have that big TV market, but right now you kind of have it divided out with local teams. It's not like people in L.A. don't have their favorite football teams. So, while it's a little unfair that you got two in New York and none in L.A., I think that the markets are pretty stable right now, and I don't really necessarily see anyone moving. You know, Just because a team like the Raiders is bad doesn't mean they don't have fanatical fans out there who go crazy. I mean, next time you watch the Oakland Raiders on TV, check out the guy in the spiky shoulder pads in the front row. So, I don't necessarily see anybody moving or having to move, and I don't really know what the NFL will do with it. They are squandering a big market, but uh, that doesn't necessarily mean changes on the horizon. Okay, Luck Rogers, Brady Manning, or <laughs> who will be the best quarterback of the next season? Well, I think it's going to be Andrew Luck, to be honest with you. Um, he's got new weapons. He's got a running game. He added Andre Johnson, who was a premier wide receiver with no quarterback for most of his career. So I think you'll see Andrew Luck really be able to open it up and get those uh, T.Y. Hilton and uh, Andre Johnson the ball. Um, you know, Rodgers is consistent, but he just lost his number one receiver. Um, Brady doesn't really have any weapons to begin with, and Manning is rumored to be a little too old to play football. So, you know, given the choice, I go with Andrew Luck. I think you'll see the Colts offense be really efficient this year, and he'll throw for a lot of passing yards. And, um... I think that the premier quarterbacks like Drew Brees losing all those weapons, it might put Luck in line for a passing yardage title this year. Um, But I think he's the best quarterback in football right now. 
You know, Mark, um, talking about Peyton, is 2015 the last season for the legendary Manning? Jeez, who knows? I mean, um, the guy has been going along and uh, is going to be one of the greatest quarterbacks we've ever, had, we've ever seen. He, uh, he has a team that's going to be a playoff team, probably, whether or not he's at his best. And I think that uh, it's really hard to predict how long he's going to try to hold on. I mean, um, we saw it with Favre, where he had a Super Bowl contending team and just couldn't walk away, and then the bottom fell out of it. So I think he's got a little bit too much class to hold on forever, but he might be doing that this year. There's really no way to tell. So um, I'd like to see him stay around. Uh, I'm one of those people who likes to see my heroes go off into the sunset. And, you know, I never wanted Derek Jeter to retire from the New York Yankees. Um, And I feel like uh, it's really hard to predict what Peyton Manning is thinking and how long he wants to play. But if he's healthy and he can do it, if they're a Super Bowl contending team, why leave? So I think it might be his last season, but I would love to see him stay around forever. Mark, uh, what do you think about the Tom Brady suspension being overturned by the courts? Did you think he deserved the punishment he got originally? Jeez, uh, my thoughts on Deflategate getting overturned. It's, uh, it's certainly an interesting situation. So I was surprised. I didn't think that, uh, that Goodell really went too far with four-game suspension. I think Tom Brady probably cheated or probably knew that someone was cheating. I think the idea of him smashing his phone to hide evidence is absolutely uh-huh. ridiculous and mm-hmm. letting him get away with it is a problem for me. Okay. Because <laughs> you cannot hold an arbitration ruling on a collective bargaining agreement to the same standard as you would a criminal trial. Because if Tom Brady murdered someone and then smashed his phone, we would simply go to Verizon Wireless and say, hey, we need the text messages talking about murder. Um, you can't do that with Deflategate because we don't have the actual phone, we don't have the conversations, and we can't subpoena them. So I think given everything he had and given how uncooperative he was, to say that he was not on notice, that he could be suspended for his role in whatever happened out there, I think is a crazy way to overturn the suspension. And I think that it, it might be a good thing, a blessing in disguise, so to speak, to take away some of this absolute power from Roger Goodell, but on the same note, I think Tom Brady absolutely cheated, knew he was cheating, and whether or not it was relevant to the outcome of the game doesn't matter to me. This is a huge deal with someone getting a competitive advantage in the way to a Super Bowl on a rainy game. So I, I really do think that uh, the suspension should have been held up, that Brady deserved uh-huh. it, and that the way the court overturned it was very interesting because... I don't think Goodell went too far in laying out discipline. And arguments about due process and and all that I I think are overstated because you give due process up when you join a union that signs a collective bargaining agreement that says Roger Goodell has almost absolute power and discipline in the players. So I don't think there was anything wrong with the original suspension. I thought he deserved it, and I think it's a little crazy that he's going to be playing opening day. But, hey, Patriots minus seven week one, right? Well, yeah, I understand. Well, of course, it uh, depends on many, many variables, but we're curious about the million-dollar question, Mark. Who will reach Super Bowl 50? Ah, the million-dollar question, huh? Well, I picked the Seahawks both years, uh, the past two years when they've made the run to the Super Bowl. So in the NFC, I've got them again. And again, I think it's the same culprits who might give them trouble. The Cardinals within their division look really good if Carson Palmer can stay healthy. And I think the Green Bay Packers, because Aaron Rodgers is a magician, might be able to pull something out of his hat and give them a run. But 
when I look at that Seahawks team, it's so complete and it got better. The only issue I have with them is a coach who doesn't want to run the ball at the goal line with the best goal line back in football. Um, in the AFC, I had the Broncos last year getting there again, but they came up a little short for us. Um, I don't really know. It is an absolute toss-up over there. I think the North is going to cannibalize itself. I think you kind of look at maybe the Colts is ready to take a step forward, but I don't trust that defense. And I, I really like their coaching, but I don't know that he's got enough uh, tools in, in the bag. Um, and you look at the Patriots again, who Tom Brady's going to have a lot to prove. Hey, can he win a Super Bowl without deflating the balls? So, uh I think I look to either the Colts or the Patriots out there probably, assuming that uh, Peyton Manning can't carry the Broncos. But I really see all those three teams kind of as equal, and I see them as falling short to the Seahawks. So I think uh, as long as we get down to the one-yard line and don't do a shotgun passing play, uh, we'll see the Seahawks uh, maybe take it this year. (laughs) Great. Fantastic. Thanks very much indeed. Thank you so much, Mark. We look forward to follow your great NFL picks soon inside Z-Code VIP Club. And don't forget about our Z-Code Sports Investing Bible Book, a true gem and a jump start to your sports investing career. And it's free. Download it at www.sportsinvestingbible.com. Okay. Have a great day and thank you very much for listening. Well, hey, thanks for having me. It's always a fun... uh Fun time when I get to come on here and preview the season with you guys. You know, last time we crushed it with baseball. We're up over 15 units, and we're just kind of cruising along. Uh, You know, we're only doing about half-unit bets, and we're really having a lot of success this year. We just lost our second progression of the year, so took a little bit of a hit, but we were really humming along. We were looking at um, 20 units of profit last week, and we'll recover, and we're right around 15 right now, and I'm really looking forward to that stretch run. And like I said, when we roll into football season with baseball clicking and the playoffs right around the horizon and hockey, which is really what our site was founded on, um, this is my favorite time of the year to bet sports. You put uh, you put the hockey first few months out there with playoff baseball and NFL every Sunday and even some college football, I think we're really going to have a successful couple of months, and I'm really looking forward to it. Thanks again, guys. Thank you for listening to Z-Code Sports Betting Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show today. Remember to go to iTunes and post your comment and topic suggestion for the next episode. We love to hear from you. See you on the next show. Have a fantastic day.